the invitation came through for the two of them to be interviewed on the radio that evening, around half past nine, at the rural dockside station on the other side of Port Rhombus, a solid half-day drive from town. They drew blinds on their second-floor apartment, drank juice and coffee, packed the station wagon with art supplies and food, and set off in partial homage to how lovers Julia Cortazar and Carol Dunlop travelled up the Paris-Marseille freeway in a rogue travelogue. In contrast to how those two created fantasy out of dull service station parking lots and featureless road stops, the focus for our town couple was how they collaborated on artworks. She painted and he talked, depicting landscapes from early 1980s video games. These images had created such an impression on their young minds that they were to recurrently seek these geographies out forevermore. Hence, this trip would provide an opportunity to find and paint these sites on plein air. Exiting the city via the east end, past Pastel Lemon Hotel facade, down King and Hunter, children riding mechanical mega beasts, think oversized animatronic wombat, bilby, platypus, etc., as part of a festival in Civic Park, streamers and confetti, turn right at the interchange through Wickham, stop at the lights, see an elderly man in eggshell cotton at a wooden bench, outside a pub, drinking beer with a care robot, clinking glasses. The diesel-powered humanoid tin can raises a pint in sunshine cheers. At Bob's farm, they take a leg stretch beside a spruce windbreak and look at their picnic stash. They take an apricot and a bread roll and soak up the shadows of the foliage wall, listen to the chirping of a sparrow, then a wet sound, tiny feathers shaking behind the trees. An in-ground pool is nestled within a necklace of green, no house, just a utility shed with terracotta paving and a white diving board at knee height. The pool is so clear and crisp, but not the object of an artwork today, as it references nothing. The first painting will be a little ways up the road, at a point where the road turns in a gentle arc, like a thumb in repose, with mountainous clouds rising from the surface of the nail, palm trees along the metacarpal, and horizontal infinities of sand along the scan lines of cathode ray tube displays, bleeding dust into high midday blue. Think Outrun and Virtua Racer, the guy here can remember playing it in a cinema arcade and feeling a sense of internal motion never felt before or since. Some ways towards Karua, they spot a meadow that closely resembles the playing field in Space Harrier and so many other titles from the period, with checkerboard moan quadrants of shamrock, pistachio crocodile green, with distant orchid mountains, just the feeling of walking across these fields, take away the action, the plot, just leave the gentle trajectory onward, as Beckett would say, not on my way anywhere, but simply on my way. She depicts this and rests it flat on the back seat to dry. Hitting city streets that pull off beside a concrete crater, the width of short-term memory, like an inverted dome, perhaps the inversion of Bernhard's cone, no, it's just a skate bowl, yet its silence manifests a monumental spiritual brutalism 
that she paints. Of course she does, while he says this clearly means something to us, yet 80s video games had not quite worked out how to romanticise the exploration of empty urban landscapes outside of, say, the uninhabited California games. Finding the radio station is easy. It has a roadhouse with two rooms astride a gravel sweep at its back. They unpack a few basics, the sun, a glob of backlit sap, let bulb within, into a shell service station courtyard for food. There is an eatery at the opposite end to the cash register, near the fuel injectors and air fresheners. But look, each booth has a full-size plastic mascot, a creature with a massive hamburger head and sesame seed hair and onion eyes with its tube arm outstretched, ready to cradle you. The couple pass on this uncanny setup and find instead a food van half a block down that sells kebabs and bao and what have you. But here is the kicker. It has a mounted television with Mario Kart hooked up beside the serving window, where you can get a race in while the fryer dips. Sure, wipe off the sauce, the grease from the previous competitor, but then you are off around the track. They gesture to each other. Look at those trees, the sky where the sand ebbs beneath salt water. Paradise pixels. Just after nine and the couple get a call from the radio station. The host has called in sick at the last minute, but the producer on the line is ready. And really, it is an open opportunity to just come in and talk about anything, or play tunes or whatever. The couple they aren't so sure. When they get in there, they are not feeling the vibe. What about just queue up a few songs for the hour, and they find a MIDI file of Jesu Joy of Man's Desiring on the station computer and ask if that can be played on repeat. Outside, the couple sit on white plastic lawn chairs on the dust patio and look over the binary pointillism, white-yellow dot glow, of valley city buildings with decimal motorways, mauve illumination of neighbouring countries, star systems, ontologies. Better living through geometry. He is about to talk about the ending of the first Streets of Rage game, but holds off lest Bach be interrupted, and she does not mention how this is the final chorale from the cantata Hearts and Mouth and Deed and Life. They sleep and wake up and wander by the dock. The lighthouse, an artificial father figure to the sun, beckoning it, rise up before their morning embrace. Corduroy on wool, palm on auburn flow to nape, a stretch, a yawn, a dragging cage across damp slope filled with orange ruffy and yellowfin tuna, with a smell that references a morning even earlier than this, some dark tidal drifting in praise of a quiet slowing of time. They close up the boot of the wagon and skirt the mangroves on the motorway. Near tea gardens, a swimming pool unoccupied not dissimilar to the one spotted yesterday near Bob's farm, this one part of a private country club of some description, unfenced on this side, against the access road, heat rising from the asphalt. It is becoming quite a hot day. What about a dip? Not here, look at the water. The way it undulates in unbroken parabolic lines, no edges, but it does blink in little mounds from shadow off. 
to sky mirror on. It looks simulated beyond what nature renders, passing through a town, another town, more streets, buildings, they wonder what game this might be. The obvious one comes to mind, Sim City, played in primary school computer classes, nobody quite working out the economic subtleties which call to mind that these suburbs are not unlike spreadsheet rows and columns. She remembers an Excel artist creating stunning cherry blossom landscapes within the data cells. He points at a logarithmic table garage door, beach house, she shells data cells. Pastoralism, now inland coast turned causeway, they pass a train simulator en route to a farming simulator paddock, bordering a factory simulation game wherein a simulation simulator loads a simulacrum model of what pastoral fields used to look like, not the sort from video game landscapes that brought them here to paint and create, but perhaps the idea the game designer had of what a nice meadow would look like, a childhood memory where the copy is the original sacrament. A river laps over a tumble of stones within view of a roadside pause where our couple tread out and float cheeks to the horizon, knees to the mesosphere, and then she turns and says, this is not a pool, and he agrees, this is not a pool, this is not a reference. Sure, perhaps a movie, here or there, with a dip in a river, a book, a poem, a Norman Rockwell painting, shirt hung on a hanger attached to a stone wall, a handkerchief with spectacles atop, or a Norman Lindsay River nymph phantasm. Sundown across the corridor home, they wonder if they are just a couple of 30-something retrobates at heart, stuck looking backwards, caught up in nostalgia rhythms, feeding on playlists of memories that do not seem to be their recollections alone, rather a collective sense of, if you remember this, you will love this, like how the new generation of Simpsons writers tried to write jokes like those they grew up on, but they used a copier belonging to Warhol and the punchlines just faded away. Upstairs at their second floor apartment, double-hung white wooden frames catching last light, the posable mannequin spirit bottle, with Daisy in on the windowsill, looking at the old rail line where a carpet of grass is rediscovering sugar. They look at a game to play tonight, dystopian cyberpunk or pastoral Aesop animal fables, the feedback loop synthesizing refractions of economic big data. No turn away. All civilizations graduate towards ordered figures, so choose entropy as yet unimagined.